Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Thursday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. You know what's nice? What? Our audio issues have been fixed. I didn't know we had audio issues. Neither did I really. <laughs> until I real, you know, the past couple of weeks I've been, I've been telling you that something's just not right when we were recording. Mm-hmm. And now I realize that the recording level we were recording at was about half what it should have been. Oh, I mean, you know, we're not pros at this, so no. we'll eventually get it. By show, what, like 1,006, we'll right, have it together. Right. This is almost like show 160, <laughs> and uh, you'd think we'd, we'd have it down by now. Uh, hopefully today we'll actually be able to hear the girls during the trivia portion of the show. Yes. So I think that's all for the better. All right, good. And we've got some exciting news today. Oh my gosh, so exciting. Yes. Go ahead, you can tell them. All right. The big news is that Shanghai Disneyland is going to begin a reopening as of May 11th. It's so, I mean, we've been waiting for this news for weeks, uh, yes. months. I mean, really, uh, because the opening of any of the parks just means an, uh, a movement in that direction. And, and it's, it just, it felt like maybe they might never open. You, right. You just didn't know. I mean, they teased us back in early March. They opened some of the hotels and some of the retail areas. And the thought was that, you know, the park would be right behind that. And that was a month and a half ago. And here we are, first week of May, and they're finally open. They had been closed since late January, maybe mid-January. I'm so curious what their numbers were like. Um, You know, whether, you know, they opened these uh, hotels and um, shops and things, and, and I think a couple of the restaurants. And I'm wondering, you know, what kind of, numbers were they seeing? How many people were coming? You know, and was, if they had, you know, uh, maybe 25% capacity or 50% capacity, was, you know, were they, did they feel like they were able to handle it? And is that why they moved ahead? I would just, I would love to see the numbers behind all of this. Right. But um, they have a lot in place in advance of opening. I mean, they've they've clearly been taking the last few weeks or months to get ready for, um, for an opening. So they've put quite a few um, restrictions and policies in effect to ha- make this happen. Um, things as simple as, you know, they're trying to do social distancing in queue lines. So they have uh, areas of the sidewalk where you're waiting in line blocked off with do not stand here um, signs right there on the ground. Um, but they're also, they've got some pretty stringent guidelines as to even how you can get into the park. You have to pre-purchase uh, your ticket. There's only a certain number being sold per day, so they're going to limit the attendance. Um, they, they're doing some kind of a health screening ahead of time so that you have to have a QR code that will be issued to you when you check into the resort. Um, you have to wear a face mask at all times. Your temperature will be checked upon. Except when dining. Except when dining. Your temperature will be checked upon arrival. Um, they are canceling nighttime spectaculars and parades for the time being, although they will have so, sort of uh, character caravan type things going through the parks. There will be characters in each of their lands um, to greet people, but you know, no contact. It will just be uh, waving from afar. Right. So um, – yeah, I think it's I think it's super cool to see what they're doing to make this happen. And I think it's great that we're going to have the benefit of seeing what goes right and what goes wrong before they open things in Florida and California. So. Right. And, and I think what you're going to see is a standardization of these practices across the globe in all the Disney parks. Uh, and that is pretty evident because yesterday, Disney Parks Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Pamela Heimel, uh, released a statement 
um, talking about the phased reopening. Uh, they're going to do physical distancing and have capacity measures in control, cleanliness and sanitation. They're going to be increasing cleaning and disinfection, determining where that should take place and cleaning uh, products and processes they'll use. They're going to do screening and prevention support following guidance from the government and medical community regarding enhanced screening procedures and prevention measures, including uh, those related to personal protective equipment, such as face coverings. Uh, they're going to add hand sanitizers and hand washing stations across the resorts. They're going to do cast training. Um, you know, they're going to do what they can because they do not want to be the reason for any spikes. No, absolutely not. So, um, but yeah, it's so, so exciting. So I, I'm thrilled. It's exciting, but I think the tough thing is going to be, and I don't know how many, you know, families or groups this affects, but you're scheduled to go to Disney in August. You've been saving for five years. It's your one trip. It's the time you can go and do it. And now you don't get to take a picture with Mickey Mouse. Yeah, you know, well. You get to take a picture with him walking past you. Yes. There, I, I've, I'm uh, active on, you know, quite a few Facebook Disney groups and um, different boards online. And when speaking of the face masks, so, you know, Disney has these face masks for sale. And the reaction from some people was, you know, if I have to wear a face mask, for the family trip that I have scheduled for August, we're not going. So I think that those people who see, you know, same sort of thing. If I have to take a picture with Mickey Mouse from six feet away, I'm not going. And I think that's what that comes down to. I think the people that are going to be at the park when it first opens are people who have been to the parks many, many times. This is not a once in a lifetime trip for them. Um, they'll be back again very soon after, you know, if it is, you know, your the, the trip that you've, um, you know, saved for, for a few years, it's not really the time to take it. There are going to be, you know, limitations and restrictions, you know, even with our trip scheduled, you know, I'm one of the things I'm looking forward to the most is, um, the fireworks at the castle, you know, and the projections. And I don't know if they're actually going to do that. And that's, it's kind of a bummer, right? but I know I'll be back, you know, within a year. So, you know, whatever, it'll be a different kind of an experience. Probably, well, hopefully the only time I get to have that kind of an experience of, you know, this sort of limited um, entrance and, you know, people wearing masks and it's just going to be so different. Right. And for me, that's kind of cool. It's part of history and it'll be a trip that we definitely won't ever forget. This will be our unique trip as opposed to, you know, a family trip we've saved for five years for. This right. will be the trip that we look back and go, hey, remember the coronavirus pandemic? Yeah, remember how crazy that was? You'll look at all the pictures and it'll be, you know, everybody in face masks will be like, oh, I know which trip this is from. Whereas now, honestly, I look through pictures, I have no idea what year they're from because right. a lot of times I'm wearing the same clothes, the same Mickey t-shirt that I had on from the year before. Right. It's just even hard to figure out. So, um, so yeah, for us, it's uh, it'll be kind of cool. But for a lot of people, they'll be pushing their trips off. All right. What else we got? So, yeah, that's big news. Yeah. Um, lots of magic moment stuff from Disney over the past couple of days. Over okay. the past few days, we've experienced uh, May the 4th, which is Star mm -hmm. Wars Day. Yeah. We've experienced Cinco de Mayo. Mm -hmm. We're coming up on Mother's Day. So there are a lot of things out there on the Disney Park to Parks blog as well as Disney's magic moments. Um, the first magic moment of today, uh, they've been doing the voices from home with some of the singing groups. Well, for Cinco de Mayo... Um, mariachi Cobra from Epcot, the Mexico Pavilion, uh, does some mariachi music. So that will be posted on our uh, Facebook page. It's pretty funny because they're a full mariachi band, but they're all recording separately. Uh -huh. So it, It's it amazing how cool. good it can actually sound when they're yeah. all separate and then they come together. Did you watch the Voices of Liberty yet? No. They were pretty good. It's a short clip, but, but they were good. Yeah. I need um, – I need those uh, AirPod things that go in my mm -hmm. ears because I don't like things to play out loud on my phone. Maybe so I never really listen to anything. Maybe for Mother's Day. Oh. 
Here's an idea, huh? And you better get on it because I, I, I don't think I they're coming time. in time. <laughs> uh, as far as uh, more magic moments go, if you have children uh, and they have the Disney Now app, which is a kids safe app. Um, Disney Magic Moments are now available through Disney Now. Uh, and if you don't have it, you can get it at your – wherever you buy your apps, whether you're Apple or, or Google or whatever. Right. Okay. Uh, so Disney Now is carrying Magic Moments stuff. That's pretty cool. Um, Star Wars Day, they released a whole bunch of digital wallpapers related to Star Wars. Uh, there's a wallpaper available out through the PhotoPass section of Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort. It's a big picture of the Millennium Falcon sitting in uh, Black Spire. Uh, and then they've got some mobile phone wallpapers, Stormtroopers, Kylo Ren, BB-8, um, as well as uh, a nice chewy desktop wallpaper. So if you like Star Wars wallpapers, uh, you can head out uh, to Disney Parks blog and, and check those out. Cool. And yeah. then what there's some there's some more information about getting to use my droid at home. That's right. If you've purchased a droid at the Droid Depot, they are set up to be interactive in the uh, Galaxy's Edge section of the parks, mm-hmm. which is pretty funny because you can't take them out of the box while you're in Galaxy's Edge. Weird. So why make them interactive? But they have um, put the uh, an app in the app store for your droid. It's the Droid Depot app. And it will allow you to uh, program your droid to work at home uh, and interact with you. You can also uh, connect with DJ Rex, who used to be the uh, Star Tours pilot, who now is the DJ in Oga's Cantina. Okay. And you can uh, get some music from him and choreograph your droid to uh, some dance moves. (laughs) All right. Um, They are now selling, uh, I don't know if this is temporary or not, but if you would like a droid since you can't get to uh, Galaxy's Edge... You can actually buy some pre-built versions of BB-8 and R2 directly from shopdisney.com. And uh, if you don't want to buy one, you can actually put together a virtual droid through the Droid app. That's kind of cool. And do whatever you want with it. So, Neat. yeah. All right. Um, so Disney World has donated a lot of fabric for face masks to who? Where did they donate it? Uh, Disney World is joining together with the Orlando Ballet for Central Florida. It, okay, I'm making a face. Why, why the ballet? I don't understand what the ballet has to do with uh, face apparently masks. Apparently staff from the wardrobe department at oh, the Orlando Ballet okay. has been making face masks. That makes sense. So Disney World has donated more than 400 yards of fabric and 2,400 yards of elastic, which will be converted into 3,000 uh, non-medical, non-industrial grade face masks for local healthcare workers. That's awesome. I love that story. Um, And then you talked about Mother's Day coming up. And um, in addition to the um, AirPods that you're going to buy for me, I think that you should make me breakfast. Uh, Well, we're going to need to go to the store because it is the recipe for Tonga toast. Ah. Um, It has been served at Kona Cafe and Captain's Cook. It's been on the Polynesian Village Resort menu since 1971. And, you know, I I told you before we recorded this show, I don't know that anyone's going to want to go to Disney anymore for any (laughs) of these special meals. Because the other day they released the cheddar cheese soup recipe yep. from uh, Le Cellier. Mm-hmm. They're releasing Tonga Toast. They've released Dole Whip. So all these fun and fancy items you can now make at home. How many of these items have you made at home for me? Well, see, no, I said you. Can no, make that it at home. you know. So yeah. who you know who's going to want to still go to Disney World? Me. All the moms. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> because we're not making this stuff. <laughs> so yeah, Tonga Toast recipe is available. Uh, I'll put a link to the. Uh, Disney Parks blog on our Facebook page, and uh, maybe if you're good, you'll get that for Mother's Day. We Stuff s- it with apples instead of bananas, we please. Need I don't like bananas. But then it's not Tonga toast. I don't like that's bananas. It's Tonga apple toast. Well, that's you get fine. it the way it's made. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. That's right. <laughs> um, 
So uh, obviously Disney's not doing so well financially because, you know, the whole COVID-19 thing. And um, they've had to skip their dividend payments since they their um, earnings missed quite badly. Yeah, they did. Uh, earnings call the other day. Numbers are down. Um, in order to preserve $1.6 billion of cash, Disney will forego their July dividend payments. They usually pay a semi-annual dividend of 88 cents. I know I enjoy <laughs> getting my 88 cent check uh, a couple times a year. Um, but, uh, you know, Bob Chapek is saying that times are tough. You know, they've, they've had 50 million plus Disney subscribers as of early April, uh, as of May 4th, they're up to 54.5 million. Uh, but unfortunately their quarter two earnings dropped 63%. They were forecast at 83 cents per share and they only hit the mark of 60 cents per share. Um, the interesting thing is that their revenue actually grew 21% to $18.01 billion, which was just short of the $18.03 billion uh, that they were uh, predicted for. And a lot of that comes due to the $73.1 billion acquisition of 20th Century Fox in 2019. Um, media was up 28%, but advertising revenue fell. So, you know, there's good, there's bad. Uh, overall, the shares have dropped down to $100.88. Um, when all of this started, Disney was at an all time high as far as stocks go. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, that's not the case anymore. Yeah, no, but they'll be back. I mean, I think I can't imagine anyone would have expected that they were going to pay out that dividend. It just, it would, wouldn't make any sense. Right. Why would you pull money from a company that's, you know, in a tough time right now? Um, I would think that you would want that reinvested into your, into your company. Yep. Um, and then also uh, from financial news, Disney has announced a, a $900 million decrease in their capital expenditures. Yeah, that's a big deal for fiscal year 2020. That means a lot of postponed construction and refurbishment projects uh, that were going to be happening. Um, a lot of them, such as the reimagining of Spaceship Earth and Snow White's Scary Adventures, uh, may be on the chopping block. Um, but Bob Chapek says they're going to run a fine-tooth comb through the budgets of these projects. Uh, there are still big plans in the parks. You know, Disney World's coming up on their 50th anniversary next year. Uh, there's things like Guardians of the Galaxy's uh, roller coaster in Epcot, which is moving forward. They're not you have stop to. I mean, it's that. already but Tron. You have to move forward you're gonna, on that. You're going to get Tron. You're going to yeah. get Galaxy's uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. But what's going to happen to the Star Wars Hotel? You know, does that get pushed back? Yeah. Do you delay that? Mm -hmm. You know, it's a boutique hotel. It's going to be delayed. With 60 rooms. Yeah, that's not. You know, yes, it's going to be popular, but. Well, it's all going to be somebody sitting it. down with a spreadsheet um, and, and looking and seeing, you know, how much more money do we have to put into the Disney, to into the Star Wars Hotel before they can make some revenue on it. If they're close to being done. Well, then maybe you throw the rest of the money in so that you can get that opened. But right. if, if you've still got a ton to pour in there, you're not going to get that revenue back quickly. You're not going to have a lot of people who want to book, you know, especially something it's supposed to be what, like a cruise. It, it's uh, the model is basically a cruise line on land or, you know, right. a cruise a cruise on land. And um, who wants space? Who wants to be cooped up? Right. With a bunch of other people, you can't do, you wouldn't be able to do a lot of the things. You don't know how long it's going to be before we can, um, you know, not have masks on and be close to each other. So right. I'm guessing that that's um, going to be cut back. And I don't know if I'm an awful person, but I love that things are being cut. I hated that they were doing so many things all at once, changing everything. Right. Um, leave Spaceship Earth alone. It's fine. You're changing a bunch of other things right now. You know, let that be. Snow White Scary Adventures, nothing wrong with it right now. Right. Leave it alone. Let it be. Right. It's very disheartening. I, I, You know, a lot of people saw the photos that the 
guy took on that were posted on Facebook of, of the empty parks and, and all that stuff. And you look at the Epcot photos and there's just giant gaps and holes and it's 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 a mess right now. Yeah, I mean they can't. I saw the air. Are you talking about the aerial yeah, photos? Yeah. yeah, I mean the aerial photos. It's just all ripped up. That right. whole part of Epcot. They can't just leave it. No, they might downscale what they're going to do there, but they have to do something. Right. They can't leave it. Shouldn't have ripped up the fiber optic walkways. No, that, quick. It, that was so sad that they did that, and now there's no saving it. It's no. already gone. Let's see. All right. Um, Let's go into more bad news. I mean, like I said, I don't. To me, that's not terrible news. I like that they're having to scale things back, so I'm okay with that. Um, the Walt Disney Company. This is oh, this is the last bad news one. Right. Well, maybe not. Um, <laughs> the Walt Disney Company has lost one billion dollars so far due to the COVID nineteen uh, pandemic. Yeah, um, that, that's all part of the earnings call. You know, that is mainly from theme parks and resorts, uh, and that is what a worldwide closure amounts to. That's what'll happen. It's rough. It's been a tough uh, four months. Okay. And then Adventures by Disney has canceled the river cruises for July, which, you know, no one's surprised. They have. Yeah. They had some Rhine, Rhone, uh, Seine, and Danube river, river, close, uh, sorry, river cruises scheduled throughout July, um, as well as a Paris escape and an Amsterdam escape. Those have all been canceled. Um, but if you had one reserved, you can move it to a 2021 adventure. Okay. And then the Disneyland Resort right now is only accepting accepting reservations for um, July 1st and onward. Yep. Uh, they have, they were only accepting reservations for July 1st and later. Previously, they had been accepting reservations starting in June 1st, but apparently that has been pushed back giving phased reopening guidelines across California. Uh, mm-hmm. According to the uh, OC register, all three Disneyland resorts are no longer accepting reservations through June and new reservations only as of July 1st. Um, No reopening date has been given for either the resorts, the parks, or downtown Disney in California. So based on Shanghai Disney reopening, what, three and a half months after they closed? They closed uh, January 25th, and they reopened initially on May 11th. So that's January to February, March, April, three and a half months. And if you go by that, the parks closed, what, March 14th? So you're looking at half a month to get you to April, May, June. And all of July. July. So um, that would be like an August 1st opening for us. But depending upon how things go there, we may see things open sooner. So it's possible that this um, saying, you know, July 1st for the first reservations could actually end up holding, especially if we're talking about resorts, because they did open the resorts in Shanghai before they opened the parks. So three, three and a half months from March 13th would be July because you'd be closed half a month of March, all of April, all of May, all of June. That's oh, three okay. and a half months. So it's maybe some point in July. Right. If not sooner, depending right. upon how things go in Florida. Yeah. So exciting. Okay. Um, and then Walt Disney World has canceled reservations through May 31st. Yep. So. As they've been doing, they're just going through week by week. Yep. Um, and Disneyland Paris, along the same theme, they have extended their cancellations through July 14th. And they're being even more cautious. They have, yeah. France is uh, a little bit more of a stickler with uh, a lot of their Well, rules. I mean, I think things are a lot closer together there, aren't they? Hmm. So it, it's more, I don't know, if it's more populated, things might be spreading more quickly and it might be a little right. bit more of a dire situation there. All right. Speaking of Paris, the Paris Marvel Hotel has um, had its opening delayed. That would be the Hotel New York, The Art of Marvel. Ah. Uh, Yes, it was originally scheduled. Uh, It's been refurbished. Uh, It used to be uh, Hotel New York, but then they added a Marvel theme to it. 
uh, was originally scheduled to reopen on June 15th. However, it will not open any earlier now than um, November 1st. All reservations up through October 31st are set to be canceled. Bummer. Yep. Um, And there's a possible security breach on Star Wars Day at Shop Disney. Yeah. uh, Shop Disney had a very rough day on uh, May 4th. Uh, they went uh, even went into a virtual waiting room. Mm-hmm. For yeah, their I know guests. it was really busy, right? Because there was some special uh, Star Wars merchandise. Yeah, and apparently everybody tried to get the D twenty three, the, the Disney keys. Now that's a big thing. Like if you open up the store, if you go to Danbury, right, and you bring one of the kids in, they get the key to open up the store, and then they also sell collectible keys. That's their new big thing. Huh. And they had a lightsaber Star Wars themed key, and everybody tried to get one, <laughs> and it crashed the system. <laughs> Um, and what was happening was as they were coming out of the virtual waiting room, uh, you were being connected to other user accounts. So users, the guy Saw who each other's logged information. on, I might have been on, logged on as Tony. And when I came through from the virtual waiting room, I was on as Larry. And then I got to see Larry's information. So eh. who knows what this breach is? I mean, that's kind of, it seems like a hard one to track. Yeah. I wasn't on that day. Thank goodness. No. Right. Okay, and where are we? Oh, here we go. Um, Disney is hoping to cast Karen Gillian in Pirates of the Caribbean reboot. That's right. Pirates of the Caribbean is going forward, uh, focusing on the new pirate Red, who uh, you may know from the ride formerly as the auctioned uh, young lady, but she is now a pirate. And uh, Karen Gillian, you might know from her previous experience with the Disney uh, universe, and uh, she portrayed Nebula in the Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxies movie. Uh, she's actually a redhead. Okay. So uh, maybe they just want to save the wig cost. <laughs> maybe. Times are tight. That's right. <laughs> um, and then lastly, we're going to talk about SeaWorld. It seems that... Um, oh, no, no. We're going to talk Star Wars. I don't see that anymore. You skipped the Star Wars lightsaber book. Oh. That's right. If you are a Star Wars fan, uh, you can uh, I'm pre-order... Not. You can pre-order the new Star Wars lightsaber collection book, which features a guide to the iconic lightsabers of the Star Wars universe. Uh, detailed uh, looks at all of the props and movies and a snippet, um, you know, about each lightsaber and uh, uh, information about the wielder of the lightsaber. That's going to be released on October 10th at a cost of twenty nine ninety nine. Wow. Yeah. I can't wait. Yes. Now can we talk about SeaWorld? Sure. Um, the annual pass holders, when the park reopens, are going to get a free upgrade. That's right. If you are a pass holder and you did not elect to withhold your payments during this time, ah. uh, you will be upgraded one level, which means if you are a pass holder with no blackout dates at Orlando uh, SeaWorld, you will now get access to the company's 11 theme parks, which includes Bush Gardens under their Platinum Pass. Uh, so you just get to go up one level. Uh, the company also plans to give pass holders additional bring-a-friend days. Uh, but like I said, that uh, that depends on whether you continue to make your monthly payments. And uh, SeaWorld will also extend your annual passes for however long the theme parks are closed. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. That's the news. Let's get ready for trivia. Yeah. All right, everyone, put your thinking caps on and get your pens and pencils ready because it's time for another edition of Isabel's Disney Trivia. Yay. Okay. The theme for today is movies. Okay. I'm ready. I don't know the answers, but I'm ready. Okay. Question one. Who was the only Disney main character who didn't talk throughout the entire film? Lily? Dumbo. Cheater. (laughs) I also have Dumbo. And I have Dumbo. 
Nice job. Woo! <laughs> My pen doesn't work. That's all right. Here, use this. Thank you. Nothing worse for a show than dead air. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Question two. In the 1940 animated musical film Fantasia, Disney cast Mickey Mouse as the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Who was originally supposed to play the role? Donald. I also put Donald, but I don't think it's right. Dopey. It's Dopey. Uh, Donald is actually in it. Mm -hmm. Question three. In Pinocchio, he and his father are consumed by a massive (laughs) blue whale. What was its name? (laughs) Lily? I don't want to say it. Do you have Moby Dick? No. She has Humphrey. (laughs) (laughs) I have Monstro. Monstro. Yes. Nice. Question four. What was the name of Maleficent's pet raven? Question mark. I put Jacques. (laughs) I have have Scratch. I think it was something like French sounding. Diablo. (laughs) You are right. Okay, question five. What Disney movie received the first ever Oscar nomination in the com- in the company's entire history for, for best, best picture? picture? Question mark. I put Fantasia. Beauty and the Beast. It's Beauty and the Beast. Mm. All right, what's the total there is? Lily, one point. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the one that you got for him. <laughs> yeah, it's the one she cheated on. Mom got two. All on my own. Dad got four. All right. So until next time, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. I'm Isabel. And I'm Lily. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.